All right, and that's it. We're live. What's going on, everybody? A little bit late, a little bit impromptu, a little bit half the team. Annika's not with us today. It's uh, is too late for her, and she had other stuff going on today anyways. But I'm here with your boy, Christ Holowicki. <laughs> or Drunken Atheist Studio. I don't know what the name is on the stream or whatever, but yeah. How you doing, LP? Your boy Holowicki. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, Chris has been a supporter of the channel for a long time. He's a friend. He's got his own YouTube channel. And you messaged me after the last show. I'm just going to give sort of a, a, what's the word, like a synopsis, a summary of what you said to me to kind of kick this off. When I drunk messaged uh, you in the middle <laughs> of the night. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but what I remember was that you wanted to talk about this. This had to do with the iDubs thing a little bit, but also you were saying that you had dated a stripper and that you felt like there was a kind of manliness in that and that all this sort of like trashing on sex workers and por and anti-porn stuff is kind of like unmanly in a way that was kind of the gist of of how it came across to me yeah that's i guess i i guess you could see where i maybe sort of implying something i, I don't know if i would say unmanly i just noticed that this uh attitudes towards um women who do everything across the spectrum of sexual type entertainment whether it be like lewd stuff or straight up porn or whatever and yeah, it's sort of something I uh, started to notice with the whole iDub situation. People seemed very concerned that his girlfriend was uh, had an OnlyFans. And I'm just like, really? Do people really give a shit this much about it? And, you know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I, I kind of like get where you're coming from a little bit. Like, uh, we actually, in the last episode there, that was the one with Hard Rock Nick, we brought up that story about Trump being unmasculine. And I said, I mean, he fucks porn stars, you know, like, like, I, like there is a kind of, uh, you know, like, I, I don't know how to say it, but like that, that whole idea of like getting your conquests in and everything, like, I, I get where you're coming from, but I think for me, and I can't, I can't speak for other people, obviously, this is just like me personally, the distinction there would be the difference between like just getting laid or like wifing somebody, you know, like, like the man Snoop Dogg said, you can't turn a hoe into a housewife. Okay. That, that's the problem with me for the iDub situation. Sure. And it's also, it's kind of weird. Um, them being a pretty well-to-do couple and then she decided to do this. I mean, I don't know anything about iDub's girlfriend. I've watched his channel, like the stuff he used to make back in the day. I'm, I'd say I'm a fan of his, but I didn't even know this chick existed until everyone made sort of a big deal about it. And it seemed that a lot of people's problem with it was is that um, when they first started dating, she wasn't doing stuff like that. And that seems to be where... Seems to be where a lot of people take the issue with it and why he should have a problem with it. Yeah, but I mean, I'm not an expert, but I did watch like Brittany Venti's video. So that's where most of my knowledge of her comes from. But like she was kind of doing like the Twitch titty streamer thing, which sure. is just 
is sort of like a watered down version of yeah. having an OnlyFans, right? I'm glad you brought that like up. That, because... That's on the spectrum, being a Twitch yeah. thought. That's, that's on the spectrum we're talking about. See, this is, I'm already, that's already a note that I forgot to take. I watch like, you know, like the quartering stuff like that. And a lot of people seem to have a big problem with chicks with tits and cleavage streaming games on Twitch. And I don't, I don't watch game streamers. I don't really understand how to use Twitch completely. And, um, uh, I don't know why everyone has a problem with that. I mean, they're adding more boobs to the world, to the marketplace of boobs. I'm just like, why do people have a problem with that? I think I, some people have brought the argument where it's like, it uh, makes people take Twitch less seriously. And you got to think about the kids. There's kids looking at tits on this thing. I'm just like, I don't care. You know, I just, I never been able to understand it because it seems to come up a lot. It was that the Pokemon chick, Pokemon. What's it? It sounds like I believe Pokemon. it's Pokimane. Pokimane, I believe. There we yeah. go. I, yeah. Again, that's another name I know because I watch uh, Britney's YouTube. <laughs> I've learned a lot about this whole world from her channel. But I guess again, for me, I would say that I do kind of feel a certain resentment towards e-girls. Um, I think that it's just the it's it's like a it's first of all, it's the idea that they're getting attention just because they're hot, I think. And then it's also like resentment for the guys who are giving them attention sort of just pours over onto them because they're like the the personification of that phenomenon. Sure. I guess. Do you think that's a new phenomenon, though, or do you think that that's always existed in some form of another? Because I'd say, like, you know, you know, 20 years ago when there wasn't any Twitch, you would see guys in strip clubs who they're not even getting lap dances. They're just sitting there paying for women to talk to them, like lonely guys who are using a service to to sort of like a girlfriend experience or to sort of. Yeah, I, I think that's different, though, because it's. You know, being a stripper or whatever is so much further on that spectrum of sex work that we're talking about. I don't think that you can really compare Twitch streamer to it. I I don't I think it is kind of a new phenomenon. And that's it's it's like even like the cam girl stuff is also mm -hmm. new, which OnlyFans is like a, the evolution of the cam girl thing, right? But like the Twitch thing is so mild that I do agree that you shouldn't like care about it. Really. You shouldn't worry about it. Like it's fine to make jokes or whatever and say, don't be a simp, but it's not mm -hmm. something that like should keep you up at night. If you do, you probably have probably says more about you than it does about them. Yeah. And it's a very like minor sort of thing. And I don't think that like Twitch needs to like have super harsh dress codes and shit like that necessarily. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like just don't watch it really if you don't like it. Basically. Yeah. See, the thing about this whole thing is like I can't really see I can't really differentiate because I don't I don't watch just I, I can just sit there with my ADD, I couldn't just sit there and watch something. What I would explain with this Pokimane person does or people like her just sitting there talking and stuff 
about nothing or just re- responding to videos and everything. I but- almost can't watch streamers like like of that like like even Brittany, who I've mentioned a couple times, not to keep talking about her, but when she streams, I don't watch it. I've tried. I've tried. Every time I try, I get bored in like three minutes. I'm like, what the fuck am I? It's just like her talking to the chat or whatever, you know? And I'm like, yeah. what am I doing? So I, I watch the videos, but like, so I, so the whole thing to me is kind of foreign. Like I, I understand this kind of content where it's like, we're going to have a conversation about something that people might find interesting, you know, like the Joe Rogan sort of format or whatever, like the podcast conversation style has been around. I like watching that stuff. I like watching conversations between people, but to watch somebody just sort of talking to the chat, just dicking around for three hours. It's like, I don't have enough time, even if I like the person, but the point I was going for is I don't see I don't really understand what the difference is between people like super chatting a Twitch thought and what I do. It's all about attention. Like when I, if I were to send you a super chat or me supporting you on Patreon, getting my channel name at the end of your videos or just super chatting anyone, it's all about getting attention. And I participate, you know, I've donated money to you fucking AIU and stuff. And it's like to get attention for a second from someone that you like what they're doing, you know, you like their content and you want to contribute and it is partially to get a little attention, but I don't see the difference. They're just, it's just seems like different services to me. And just because I'm not into that, I understand why other people might be. And it's just like, it's kind of the same the way I see it. Yeah. That's, you know, we can put like the Twitch e-girl thing to the side and just like, I don't really have anything to say about it other than what I said, which is that there's sort of, there is sort of like a natural resentment for people who seem to have like a, like life on easy mode. You know (laughs) what I mean? But other than that, it's not really worth like mentioning, but let's talk about the, the stripper thing. And then we can go on to the porn thing. Cause this is what I wanted to ask you. And this is what I was getting at with, um, uh, idubs is like when you were dating that stripper were you seeing that as like a long-term thing i mean i guess i mean when you start talking about marriage and stuff i'm never really looking that far into the future but the fact that and for one when i was seeing her she's technically a go-go dancer which it is it's still very lewd um but um it's it's different. That's why I'm, I'm talking about the gradient here. Like, where does the arbitrary moral line get drawn? What's okay for women to do? Is it okay to do pinup and burlesque? But once a nipple comes into play, then it's bad or whatever. And this is the other thing that there's also just because I dated a go-go dancer who was you know popular or whatever. Um, that doesn't mean that I would be super down with everything. Like if I um, like, you know, like a hardcore porn star or something, I don't know if I could look past that. If that I'd be down to get in a relationship with someone like that, someone who's like deep in the industry or something like shooting scenes with other dudes or something like that. Yeah. Like, I don't think I'd be cool with that, but um, getting a as bunch as of money. As long as it's not interracial. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah 
I, you know, I, when I was younger, I dated a stripper for a very short period of time. So I can't sit here and like judge or anything, but I do like, I don't, I don't know, man. I'm not, I, I didn't like bring you on here to like couch you necessarily, but you kind of remind me of like, when I think of, whenever I see that doomer meme, you know, the doomer. <laughs> Am I a doomer? You've called me a doomer once. Did on I? Because yeah, because I, mean, I was pissed off. They jacked up cigarettes another dollar. Now look at me. Cigarettes protect against the beer virus. I read COVID, half of the yeah. headline, and I I'm just like that. sold. Not quitting this year. <laughs> I'm vaping and smoking now. <laughs> yeah, man, you do. You make whenever I see that meme, I think of you because you're whenever you're always drinking, you're always smoking, and you're and you're saying you don't you don't think about the future. I know. You know what I mean, like, like, what, what are you doing with your life, man? Yeah, and you just, you, th we were just talking the other day. You thought I was ten years younger than I actually I, am. I did. I thought you were younger. Yeah, I uh, thought yeah. you were like mid, <laughs> mid to late twenties. Yeah, I'm and gonna. Your mid thirties. I'm gonna be uh, thirty five in a just a couple weeks from now, and um, yeah, I mean, people who are close to me who are concerned uh they they think hey um maybe you should pick up a trade skill which <laughs> the the girl who i dated who's a dancer she's actually has skills she has trades so her dancing is actually one night for three hours out of her entire week and then 70 hours working at her regular job but um so she's a hustler yeah she's she's a lot more responsible than i am Let's say <laughs> she's looking forward, but, um, shit. What was that? Where was I going with that? Speaking well, of drinking, I'm rocking, mo <laughs> I'm rocking uh, mojitos tonight. I've been on a mojito kick. I don't know if you could see that it's quite delicious. <laughs> like, like again, I don't want to sound like I'm being judgmental here. Cause you're, you're kind of around the age I was when I started to turn my life around. Cause like I was, like you remind me of myself a lot actually so because i would do the same things um and that but then and i made a video about this but basically because i my kid was born that mm. kind of forced me to sort of change certain behaviors and that i gave up the cigarettes and the weed and and uh cut back on the video gaming quite a bit and started trying to do more productive things to like make money I mean, you have that. to if you have a kid let's see the way I've set up my life, um, you know, I'm able to work very little. I work around 20 hours a week, and that covers everything that I have. I just have to worry about one cat currently and myself. And luckily, my health is surprisingly well. It's surprisingly good. Well, um, that's I what I was just going to ask you that because like, because yeah, for me, it, it was mainly financial, like that was the main sort of stressor with the kid that forced me to be like, okay, I have to change like I, I used to eat out like fucking two or three times a day, literally too. So I was like, I was like, I had to like, look at my budget and be like, how am I going to make this work with all the child support and the traveling back and forth to see her and everything, all these extra added costs. Mm -hmm. But there is like at at this age there is like a physical aspect where it starts to catch up with you too like i noticed when i stopped smoking i had more energy you oh, know I what I mean? like like big time like i would always like like one of the problems i had 
before I started getting my shit together was my place would always be messy. And I'd always be like, Hey, I'm going to clean up the house when I get home from work tonight or whatever, but I'd always be too tired. And then after I quit smoking, I start, I noticed that I'd have way more energy that I could get home from work and not just like plop on the couch or Weed whatever. And cigarettes. Uh, what, what would I think you it's, say? it's mostly the cigarettes. Okay. It's, it's mostly like the weed. It's obviously both, but the cig- like with cigarettes, there's like a smoker's hangover oh. that you're that you're not even aware of if mm-hmm. you've been just smoking every day for years. You don't even you just wake up feeling like shit, and you're like, you have to drink your like two cups of coffee, have your smoke or whatever, and then you start to like feel okay. Like oh. when you don't yeah. smoke and you don't do that shit, it's like you you wake up in the morning, and you're just like ready to go. You know, I mean, I still drink my coffee, but I kicked cigarettes for like three to five years. And I don't know. I think it was because my neighbor was coming over all the time. We'd be smoking weed and she'd have cigarettes. So I'd start bumming cigarettes. So I got back on them. I was just vaping before that. But when you explained it to me like that on Facebook one time, I think it was the same post where you called me a doomer. Was I don't, um, I don't even remember that. But yeah, yeah, well, it was around cigarettes. And um, you said that you said you used the word cigarette hangover. And I'm just like, that's it. That's why I feel like vomiting every single day and it is because of cigarettes you forcing yourself because you're just like all right i'm driving back i might as well have a cigarette while i'm in the car right now and it's just it's it's disgusting cigarettes are a horrible habit to have and once the corona is gone i'll think about quitting them again (laughs) (laughs) even though if it is the nicotine that uh, keeps it from sticking the vape I, i i vape high nicotine content to begin with I don't need the cigarettes <laughs> if it's the nicotine that uh, potentially keeps you from catching it. So let's talk about porn then. Let's try this one on for size. Uh, you watch porn? Sure. Yeah. Here's what. Here's my thoughts on this. I was going to maybe say this to like Nick to let – two weeks ago and he said it, but like part of the reason I'm so anti-porn now from like a personal perspective from, of like, like I, I really take the view that it's harmful to a person to watch porn. Like if you like watching porn is a form of self harm, this is Mm. something I've come to believe. And I think that it's hard, it's hard for me to explain, but basically if People in, in our modern society today, we overvalue sexual gratification. We put it as like this, like super important thing of like, I, again, I don't have, I haven't thought of the words to like articulate this eloquently, but we, we just kind of, we, we put it on a pedestal of like, oh, it's this, you got to have good sex. You got to be having the best sex. You know, you don't want to be having boring sex, blah, 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 blah. Got to get laid, got to bust a nut, got to have awesome extreme sex and this. And, and watching porn contributes to that. And that just won't do you any favors as a person. So many people cause themselves so many problems in life. So many guys cause themselves so many problems because they're trying to get their dicks wet. You know what I mean? If they just stayed home and read a book, they wouldn't have those problems. They wouldn't be getting me tooed or whatever it is. Sure. Um, see, yeah. Um, what would you say is more dangerous? The people hopping on Twitter and just 
fucking strangers or uh, self-gratification by using visual aids. I'd say both. I say it's fair to say that both could be potentially destructive. But if you say weed is a, I mean weed. Uh, if you say porn is a form of self-harm, I mean so is alcohol. So is everything that feels good. And that's why I, I would say moderation. And I mean, some people have. I have an addictive personality. I'm not addicted to porn, but um, some people get hopelessly um, addicted to stuff like that. And yeah. But I would say it should be treated the same as anything else that's technically bad for you. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I do know what you're saying. And it's definitely better to not be addicted than to be addicted. Um, I was going to say something about what you said about like comparing it casual sex and what's worse. And it's it's kind of like I'm still not – I still don't have like – really well-formed thoughts on guys having casual sex. I, I know it's like bad for women, but I don't know if it's necessarily bad for guys, but it probably is. Why would it be worse for, besides the fact that a woman could get pregnant and then she has to depend on somebody who might not be good to have a kid with. Um, but we'll, why would you say it's not bad for dudes to uh, be very promiscuous? I, well, it's definitely bad to waste a lot of time and energy chasing tail, which is something I used to do too when I was younger. Like I would spend so much time on dating. Was that a cat behind you? Yeah, I have a cat now. That's, Aww. <laughs> that's Lovecraft is his name. Lovecraft. What yeah. a, I, I hear a yeah, lot of okay. guys say this whole, it's okay for guys to be sluts, but not women. What if women don't want to date sluts? Like, what do you suggest the guys just lie? I mean, some girls might not, maybe they don't want the exposure to hurt. Maybe they don't want all that shit. I'm not saying that like, um, you have No, I wouldn't advocate lying, but I don't think that's really an issue to be honest. Like for women. Yeah, it's 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 not even really a wish an issue for men. Yeah. Like like men don't want to date sluts, but they will. There's so many who will. You know what I mean? Yeah, I would prefer. I mean, I also tend to be ex excruciatingly um, conservative when it comes to the sex stuff. I think compared. Well, I thought I wasn't conservative until I saw how many conservatives are actually pretty fucking slutty. I, I thought I was like average. I thought I was like middle of the road. And then I started talking to conservatives and I realized I'm like far, far, far more on the extreme of conservatism with sex than even most conservatives. So, so I, just, just to expound a little bit on what I was saying is part of the reason it's bad for women is like there's psychological effects that are more pronounced in women. This is like studies that they've done, especially young women like like young women like under 18 under 16 who have who are promiscuous they have end up having all kinds of like psychological problems that's fairly well documented you can like look it up on wikipedia there's a page called the effects of human sexual promiscuity on wikipedia that talks about some of that stuff and those effects are more pronounced in women there there's a study about how like the more partners a woman has had the more likely her divorce is to fail, but it doesn't seem to track the other way for men. So that's, that's the reasons why I say those things. 
Um, and, and for like, like I've heard people make some arguments about that for men, that it's bad to have lots of sex and that it also is bad for your ability to pair bond and stuff like that. If, if not to the same degree, but I just like, I don't know. Cause I had lots of sex and I feel like that benefited me in some ways. If I'm being honest, like, I feel like it was good for my self-esteem and stuff like that, even though I wouldn't like advocate for people to go out and, and chase tail nonstop to try to build up their self-esteem. I do feel like it kind of like I, I have a really like I can uh, have self-deprecating humor and, and shit like that now and not worry about what other people say because I feel like I have nothing left to prove because mm. I, you know. Um, is. See, from my experience i would say i was very very promiscuous in my early 20s but also a serial monogamist so the first person who i would get into a relationship with i would stick with them and then we break up and i'd be devastated but in between the times between the next relationship i was sleeping all over the place but now that yeah, I that's that like, like me too man you and me it's like, yeah. <laughs> you and me have a that long time, like 35 and um I don't know. It's not something that is that high on a priority going out and getting laid. I mean, this quarantine thing has barely affected my lifestyle because the only thing I do is hang out here. I kind of like hanging out by myself and I love living alone. Like I've lived with a lot of ex-girlfriends. There's always a lot of tension. <laughs> but um, I'm a slob though too. It's probably my fault. But um, yeah... I don't know. Would you say that the urge to go out and have sex all the time? Do you? Would you say at your age that it's kind of tapered off? It's not oh, yeah, as big yeah, of a priority as it used absolutely. to be. Absolutely. Yeah, and that, over the last five years, it's tapered off. But and like well, part of the reason, like I have my my views on sex and over is is like just based off of like self analysis. It's like looking at myself when I was younger. And the way I was like, I, you know, being exposed to porn young and be like, oh, I got to get that. And then just like at feeling like sex was like this really important thing that I always was trying to get laid in that. And I, and I look back on it now that my libido has tapered off a little bit. And I just think, what a fucking waste of time and energy. What was I doing? You know, see, I don't know what else I would have been doing, though. It just seemed like that just came it just happened as part of me being a lot more social. Like, I don't like, I've lived next to four bars for like 11 years now. I haven't been, regardless of the lockdown, I've stopped going to them. It's like, I don't like being around people as much. I like to chill out way more. And um, where the fuck was I going with this? How did it start off? Um, oh, you've yeah. Changed it was just, as you've gotten like, older. Yeah, see, I... I mean, I've had many, many partners, but I've never been, um, I don't know. I wouldn't say that I'm kind of a, sh I'm kind of shy and awkward. So if I were to like someone like, I don't know, I don't know how it happens. It just kind of, sex just kind of shows up. <laughs> I don't know. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, LP, when you were saying earlier about how, like, you, as you've gotten older, you don't chase tail and, like, you're, you, you think that it's helped shape your views. Do you think that had you had very few partners, like, say, three or four, 
by your age now, um, and they had all been committed relationships, say if you had never had like a one night stand or you'd never chased tail, so to speak, do you think that you could have come to the same conclusions? Because I've had a ridiculously low partner count. I've never had a one night stand. I don't sleep around. I'm extremely monogamous. And for me, I know so much about sex, I think just by living in big cities, and I don't watch porn. Like I never felt like I needed to be exposed to these types of things in order to learn about them. I Like I've created my thoughts based on watching other people. Yeah, I mean, it's hard. It's obviously like I can't really know what the answer to that is, but I, I will say again, it's, I'm, I don't, I'm not saying like I regret what I did because I don't really there, there, I feel like I did get something out of it, but I just, Me as well, I don't I just regret feel it. Like, <laughs> like, especially like, uh, like when I, when I see people who fuck up their marriages because one of, one of the people cheated or whatever, you know, that that's like what really makes me think like, man, you have something that is so so much more important than sex. You have a family, and but you throw it away if just for sex, you know. And if if people but, just like, but you don't have as to horny, they wouldn't have to do that. Yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. You don't have to attribute that to the fact that you've slept around, though. I mean, you could have come to those conclusions without that. Without, the, I mean, you know, you don't need the carnal knowledge to have the. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't necessarily attribute my current views to that. I meant. I just meant more the fact that I was sex obsessed is why I think that maybe people in general are because of the environment that we're that we that we live in, which is a very sexually liberated environment. You know what I mean? That's what I was getting at. Sex obsessed. The, the, so the reason I discourage people from watching porn is because I think that we're too liberal and that nobody really discusses like the sort of downside to that. The idea that there even is a downside to just being totally sexually liberated. Can I, yeah, I, Oh, sorry. No, no, no. no. You Whenever, go. No, no. You go. And then I, I want to. I have a, a notes that I took down of how pornography is good is good, and it and it drives innovation. But you say what you're going to say first. Technology. You mean like how um like the laser disc became so Damn popular it. because yeah, of yeah. porn. <laughs> the VHS uh, for the, Beta yeah, Wars. because DVDs. I guess porn used DVDs, so it won out. Um, yeah. Now I was just going to bring up. It seems like maybe back in the day, the you know how men get, we say, you know, men get punished or whatever, like with MRAs, they say like in, um, that if a man just drops a baby in a woman, he actually, he, it, she can take a quarter of everything he's worth for 18 years. Like there's all these, there's all these benefits women can get from having a child on their own, but the man just gets dragged, right? He can, he can go to prison for not paying. Um, well, I think a lot of those things were put in place as a way to uh, make men responsible and accountable for the kinds of women they slept with. Like don't don't just go dropping seed in some random lady you just met. But it seems like men's drive, they they don't learn. Cause men will still drop their seed in just any woman. And I've heard conservative men say, you know, don't sleep with a woman that you wouldn't want to accidentally impregnate because it's her choice. Mm. <clears throat> there was just a point. It was just kind of like a, a, a no, tangent, but I want to hear how, how porn is a uh, saving technology. Okay, or... porn drives innovation. 
in the early eighties. <laughs> and I, and I, and I, and I thought this up really condescendingly thinking I would be speaking to Brittany Venti. <laughs> I'm just like back in the day here, I'll start out the way I would have said. I, I'm the we white did, one. <laughs> we used to have to watch videos, not on a computer, but they would come on little tapes and, <laughs> um, but yeah, there was the VHS versus beta. Pornography is what decided that. The people, it's what they wanted. Blu-ray versus HD DVD was uh, also decided because of pornography. Uh, a lot of evidence to say you're, that you're nodding like you know this all to be true, Annika. Is this all? Um, no, I'm 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 nodding along like okay. he's he's making some points, but he's a little off. I I think. I don't think it was the Blu-ray versus DVD. I think it was DVD versus Laserdisc. That was like oh. before our time, though. <laughs> I, I find like, the, we weren't. I don't even think well, we were. I mean, I well, no, I like Beta I, Max versus VHS. I find that hard to believe because there, porn was not truth. mainstream back. Yeah, in that, that everyone. That's what I was going to say is um, there's truth that porn chose one over the other. I don't believe there's. I don't believe that that is, it, it's almost like there's a correlation versus a causation, but I, I am pretty sure at least it's been claimed LP and like documentaries and such that um, as far as what he was saying about the laser disc versus, I believe it was DVD. Well, um, there is, or blue, it might've been Blu-ray. What I was talking about with the, after DVD, there was HD DVD, which was supposed to take place of DVD, but then Blu-ray came in. Porn sided with Blu-ray because they could fit more data on discs. A lot of those things are like six hours long. They just make compilation. Well, I don't even think they release porn on discs anymore. But um, I didn't take into account the laser disc thing. That <laughs> might be true. Uh, is, but... is there anything more impressive on your list, just out of curiosity? Because I'm well, not sure that out. these, that I, these animations also, couldn't have happened. Quite honestly, porn. if you would have said that, like porn gave us like the cure to cancer or something, that'd be one thing. But to say that porn drove the whether it was disc. a small <laughs> plastic disc or a large plastic disc. Listen, listen, he, coming in here, I should have said this up top, is I ain't no fancy porno scientist. <laughs> All city. of my talking points, yeah, no big city. Are you a po are you the um, the controlled opposition? Are you really anti-porn and you're coming in here with weak statements? That no, this is just, I'm trying down. to... I'm just being silly, but also sort of making points because I haven't, it's not like I did big research to come do here, to come here, but um, I want to say VHS versus beta wars um, before home video, the only way you could see a porno is if you'd go into a theater with a bunch of dudes and you'd have to watch it in a th in an actual theater with dudes. These things are all over the place back in the day. And I'd also like to touch on, um, but yeah, but then there was VHS. That, that is crazy theaters. to think about that. They actually did that, that people would go to theaters and watch porn. Well, uh, <laughs> I'll segue into that. Um, back in 2007, I dated and lived with a girl who worked in an adult bookstore in Cicero, Illinois. It was called bear assets at the time in a very, very scary neighborhood. Um, but this is kind of a throwback to the way things used to be. This place had an arcade. She was behind bulletproof glass the whole time. This is a horrible neighborhood. And they have something called an arcade, which is just jerk-off booths that you could watch porno. Right. In. And it would be populated by 
older members of the throwback, the old gay community, back when people were coming out of uh, when being gay was really shoved down and you had to keep it secret because it could ruin your life. And it was illegal in a lot of cases. If you read up of what Jeffrey Dahmer was into at the time when he was doing things, it's just, it, I'm talking about bathhouses and stuff. People had to hide that they were gay and what they were doing is real dangerous stuff. And this is Milwaukee, just North of me, like an hour North of me, but all right. So let me stay on track. This adult bookstore, it had a thing called um, an arcade, I think it was called, which is just booths. It's all, only dudes are allowed in there. No trans, no cross-dressers. <laughs> you have to identify as a man because they didn't want prostitution going on in there. Right. Not that that would stop it, but it would be very old gay men. Um, How sexist of them to think only women can be prostitutes. <laughs> Equality. She actually, she had to deny a drag queen from going in there. She said, well, I'm technically a dude. And she's like, yeah, but you can't be identified as a woman and go in there. But this is all, this is a place owned by friggin' mobsters and stuff. It's all, it's all money laundering because you have to buy tokens and who's to say how many tokens are being bought. But, um, all right, there's this one guy who would just he would just leave the door open, get completely naked, and hang up a sign that says, This queer sucks dicks for free. He was a problematic person, caused the people who work there a lot of problems. They'd hire homeless people to come in twice a day, once in the morning, once at night, to clean up all of the booths with the spray and everything. <laughs> Is this still like a defensive porn? No, I'm just <laughs> telling you I'm telling you some fucked up stories. Like, this is the thing. When you shove all this stuff down into the underground, this is the type of cesspool oh, that you're I, I see where you're going. It's kind of a okay. sort of point. I'm just telling a story, though. It's, sure. um, well, this is something interesting because then this is more about gay stuff. Well, you know what? Um, I'd rather that stuff be shoved down into a cesspool <laughs> than, like, being paraded in my street. Based in the more Well, the more mainstream it gets, the less dangerous it gets. But first, let me do this. All right, another phenomenon. And before I'll wasn't, move on, wasn't Pee Wee Herman arrested for masturbating in an adult theater? I was trying to remember yes. if it was like an adult theater. Yeah, and George or... Michael was like having sex in parks or uh, hiring cop prostitutes stuff yeah. like that. All There's right, actually a really famous park, park right not far from where I live, Memorial Park. I think it's like one of the largest. It's the it's larger than Central Park. It's twice the size of Central Park. It's here in Houston. And um, it used to, way back in the day, have a lot of men that would go and hook up with other men in the forest and then bust. Cops would be out there busting prostit male prostitutes all the time. They've cleaned it up since. They put, I, I think, like $75 million into just a bunch of trees. So... I know a guy who is still old school gay like that where he well, he's like bi, I guess. I don't know what the story is with him, but he still he's made podcasts about talking about how he'll ride his bike out to the woods and just hook up with strangers. And I'm just like, see, this is the woods. I'm like, why the woods? But real quick. Gays are finish. very promiscuous. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. Before before you go back into it, I have to say this because you brought up Jeffrey Dahmer. And he famously said that porn would turn people into serial killers. What do you think about that? I think Jeffrey Dahmer was doing everything he could to prolong himself getting murdered in prison. And uh, real quick, there are a lot of serial Christian. killers who have said that. There's yeah, actually like been a significant number of men in prison who say that they got their start in porn. 
yeah, like Ted porn, Bundy, and then it just kept getting darker and darker. Yeah, Bundy will scapegoat all of his crimes against women, saying like it was porno, just made me fucking chop women's heads off and fuck them. It's like no, no, you don't get that, Ted Bundy, because of nudie magazines from the fucking sixties and seventies. It's uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't. I don't buy that. I see that they'll try to blame it on other things, but these are people who don't want to take any responsibility for anything that they fucking do in their crimes against humanity. But um, let me finish. Let me finish off. This is just one thing. And this isn't really about porn. This is just about shoving communities down under. Um, all right. So these Mexican dudes would show up all in a group all in cowboy hats, they were day laborers, all wearing wed wedding rings. They would all show up at this arcade together and they'd all watch gay porn. Cause you could tell, she could tell what people were watching and just like, wow, look at that. There's these guys living lies because in their very Catholic culture, this is just me speculating. They, it's not okay to be gay, but this is how it's turned out. They're all married with sham marriages and families, wedding rings, but they're, yeah, they're doing this. That's just something interesting. I find it fascinating. Any any of my friends who they're talking about their time, whether working in adult bookstore or in the actual adult industry, I, there's dancers, everything. I find it all fascinating. I'll just, just sit there and listen to the stories. But um, yeah, that's all I had to say about it's kind of not really on topic what we we're talking about, but it's interesting to think about. But you also have to remember all these stories you hear. These are self-selecting um groups of people like i've heard strippers say that all men cheat on their wives only because they see so many men if they've given a lap dance to a thousand men that were married over the course of their career um they think all married men cheat on their wives that's not true they're in a strip club so of course yeah. they're gonna think all men cheat on their wives so sure you got to sure. keep that in mind that when you when you when you work at a toll booth you think everybody drives on the toll road mm -hmm. i mean because that's where you work so. okay yeah, I mean, I so there's a YouTube channel. I don't know if you guys know it. It's called Soft White Underbelly. It's been getting really popular. It's this guy who it's kind of like the YouTube version of Humans I, of New York or whatever, but he just always interviews like prostitutes, sex workers, pimps, and drug addicts and homeless people, basically. And it's like, it's so raw. And this YouTube channel is insane, but like I, I watched a lot of the prostitute ones for some reason. I'm like drawn, I'm more interested in hearing those ones than like the druggies or whatever. And mm. the thing with the prostitutes is I've noticed is like nine out of 10 of them talk about being like molested as a kid and stuff yeah. like that. You know what I mean? And then the with the like girls who are just like cam models or whatever, it's usually like less of a shitty childhood but they're they're still like they start doing drugs young or whatever so i don't I, really have I a started, point with that either but i want to no, shout out that i started channel. watching the documentary on netflix i think it was called like girls wanted or something it was about the cam girls i couldn't finish the first episode it was so depressing it was like the it's super depressing they're, I they're all out living in a house together the yeah they're always high i mean i don't know if that one they were always high but there were there's like different stories i've seen um, Rolling Stone actually, Rolling Stone magazine used to cover certain stories about strippers and the kind of the seedy underground of New York, kind of what you were talking about. And I remember strippers were talking about like ways that they would try to make guys feel like they were the only guy and they were super special, but they do the same thing to every guy. That's the hustle. That. 
It's like yeah. selling a car. It's yeah. It, they're like, hey, I never give, I never tell anybody this, but there's, I'm gonna get yeah. you the friends and family, that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I there's had, a special discount. Don't tell anybody. I've had strippers try to basically. It feels like they're trying to sell me a reoccurring payment plan, and just like you'll go back, and then your third. It's like it reminded me of my uh, ex girlfriend who worked for a massage place where they after they would just like work you over like all right you sign up for this and then you get this and then your third one's free and stuff like that and i'm just like you i feel like you're trying to sell me something it's the key is the ladies who are able to uh able to actually like fool people and it's like that's a service it's adult entertainment they're entertainers and they're trying to give you a certain experience if they're not if you're not going to get that you're not going to go back and you're not going to tip the person who's doing it i mean is it degenerate perhaps but i degenerate things are very fun i like i i i wouldn't want a world without degenerate behavior <laughs> someone mentioned troll with a purpose mentioned the gf experience yeah when girls are like i don't normally kiss things like that like they were talking about stuff like that where um, yeah i want to kiss a stripper like a random stripper you don't know that's uh, weird it's too much um, I think the, I don't know if it's sad or funny. I mean, I used to think it's funny. Now I think it's sad. Um, the number of guys that I've heard say that like some stripper gave them, and then she danced for me for free a couple of, as a couple of songs because she really liked me. Yeah. <laughs> like, After, there was a, there yeah. was a, a guy who killed his whole family. This was on one of these like, uh, murder podcasts. And he, his alibi was that he had gone to see a hooker and he was so good that she didn't make him. <laughs> and it was the cops are sitting there listening. And then and he the, killed and his Jared, family? Yeah, well, he, what? His, yeah, his alibi. <laughs> no, no, no. He didn't really see a hooker. His alibi was that he had gone to a massage parlor and had sex with a girl. And I was so good. She didn't even make me pay. But he embellished his story to the point where it's like, really, bro? No, those are the kind of details that make it believable. No, I'm joking. I think but that's no, like like had, there's a lot of people who are bad liars who who make up ex, like yeah. extravagant details because they think that it makes it better, but it doesn't. Um, but it, no, it's funny because I mentioned earlier today that I had dated a stripper when I was younger, and I remember she invited me to the club and gave me a free lap dance. And I was thinking this earlier tonight. I was thinking like. She probably was just hoping I was going to give her a, a tip or something. Like I'm like I don't know. Like, like I was like looking back on it and like like at the time I was I was like, oh man, I'm the man. You know, I'm getting this for free. Other suckers are paying for it. But looking back at it, like I was probably see getting played in some way. That's one thing that I. Uh... Because she, the go-go the dancer that I was dating, she's also sort of like a talent manager at the biker bar that she was working at or whatever. And uh, it's like, I wasn't, I didn't want to go hang out at the bar that she danced at and watch dudes oogling her or anything like that. That would have maybe been a little, that, that would have been a little much for me. I'm like, I don't need to hang out here. Oh, you're so but, supportive. <laughs> no, I was see this is the thing is I've first of all I've known I, I don't believe you, man. I think you would date a full on stripper if she was hot enough. Maybe. Let's see, this is the thing. Like I dubs. <laughs> um 
first of all, I knew her for well over a decade and I already knew what she was into. And she pursued me because I wasn't really trying to date anyone. But, you know, we would talk online sometimes and stuff. And she was the one who wanted to date me. And, you know, if some if I'm at 35, I've been single for like on and off for for the most part, single before that for like maybe six years, partially intentionally. But I'm not I wasn't really looking. Uh, it's like it if, if, if hot women. No, I mean, it yeah. wasn't even about that. If if it's not about loneliness, I'm just like you know, if a hot woman is pursuing me and uh, wants to fuck me exclusively and date me and do a relationship, kind of sounds like a problem I want to have. Sure. Okay. <laughs> um, I, look, but, I, like, I wasn't. To... I wasn't going to ask this because it's personal, but you've talked about it so much now. I feel like we're we're already past the point where it's offensive to ask why what happened How, why didn't it work out oh that's another thing that well we still talk at everything but the, the thing about our relationship is with our different schedules we were only able to see each other a couple times a month and any problem but you were exclusive yeah well she i did exclusive i mean sorry yeah, you I don't think I don't, she was juggling like twenty dudes waiting for one of them to like. No, I I, I, really? I, I know her. I know her pretty. I know her. I'm pretty sure well. the other nineteen guys said the same thing. <laughs> I'm just. I'm being honest. I mean, I I've never been a stripper. I've never worked in any of these like shady, seedy places. Um, but I've read enough stories, and sure. I know that there are girls that will have a lot of plates in the air, hoping one of them will. They're looking for a pension. I'm just saying. You no, know, but sis, this is you missed the part of our conversation. Is that she is actually a responsible adult who didn't need me. She is probably triple. But my she was network. a stripper. Well, this is the thing. She has a trade. She's she has a trade job, a trade skill that she has to go to seminars every year to yep. And she's working 60, 70 hours a week doing her trade work and then three hours on a Friday go-go dancing at a place that she also semi-manages. So I would have, I would have found out given our circles that we run in, if there was any shit going on one to anything, I would have found out about it rather quickly. Um, Um, I I'm not saying it's impossible. I was kind of fucking with you a little bit, like just teasing, but a go-go dancer is a little different than a stripper from what I understand. I've, I've been to a place that had, they said cage dancers. None of the girls ever took off their clothing. Like they were wearing, they were dressed in like swimsuits essentially. And they were actually skilled dancers. They had to actually have like a background in gymnastics or something. They didn't just gyrate. Um, so yeah, the girl I know could do, uh, well, I dated. She she was famous because she could do the moonwalk in stripper heels. But her deal is the because she's also she's working on a a clothing line for go go dancers and dancers, stuff. Yeah. But she went the extra mile. Like she would be doing like little pasties and then like little bikinis and all stuff. But see, this is the yeah. other her other gigs is that she's a legit like paid model. Like she gets hired often to do photo what kind of model well you know it's typically well no the reason i ask is i i know it i know a 
a fair amount about the modeling industry and usually they they significantly frown on women who are sex workers of any kind like they'll you can actually be blacklisted if they find out that you're an escort or a stripper or anything yeah well like Ford models do, if they find out that you do anything like that not that you've done nudity nude because a lot of models they'll that's the thing she, she, she doesn't she that was just a line she would draw she would draw the line like no nudity, no nipples. Yeah. Which, like well, nipples are nipples. Like where, why? Is well, that nipples going? are on the catwalk. Like I've seen. I mean, if you if you watch the documentary about Alexander McQueen, I mean, nipples are everywhere in the fashion industry. That's not as well, offensive. It's more that, the sex work. Aspect you guys, of it. we need to get back to uh, to the my my line of inquiry here. Hold okay. on, hold if, on. Let me finish. Chris, my somebody talk. who's somebody who's that busy as what you're saying, they're not going to have a lot of time to see any partner that they're with, right? If they're working yeah. 70 plus hours a week, that's just going to be their lifestyle. So there's got to be something else going on here. Of what? Why we split up? Yeah. We were just, she's, I don't know. There's something about me is every time I start dating girl, they're always mad at me for stuff that I didn't oh, know. Oh God, be tell mad me, at me about it, bro. <laughs> I must be a piece of shit. I know that I'm selfish. I look back on my relationships. Like I've gotten cheated on with two people that I've lived with. It's, it's, and I was able to catch, I would be able to catch the scent on that. As soon as it happened, I was able to figure that shit out. But it's, um, what the fuck? Where was I going with this? Um, that you've lived with a why, couple of oh, girls. Why that, we yeah, I don't know. There's just something about me. I, I'm, I've reflected on the fact that I am. I try not to just play the victim like, oh, they, they were just crazy or they sucked. For some reason, and this is another reason why I've stayed single for so long, maybe it's just because I'm selfish and I only think about myself, which I think is a character flaw that I really feel bad about. Like somebody once a friend, a lady friend might call me a narcissist, and that made me feel awful. But then I asked my other lady friend, she's like, You're not a narcissist. I know narcissists. I'm like, sure. Okay, that's good. I mean, again, it's like I, I'm hearing so many similarities. It's almost like looking into a mirror, man. But when, what I would say to you, and I mean, you know, do with this what you will, but I, I think that, you know, it, until you kind of like get your shit together, like, like put down the booze and the smokes and get on some kind of path in life, some kind of career path, something, some kind of trajectory, some kind of upwards. That's what you got to have, man. If you don't have that, a woman is going to not stick around. If you're just, if you're just on the hamster wheel, if you're not going anywhere, it's going to be it. hard to keep a woman. She, she wants to, she wants to yeah. see that you're going, you don't have to have it all, but you got to be going somewhere. Yeah. She actually, yeah. she absolutely did have a problem with that. She wanted me to go get a job at the airport that would have health insurance and stuff. I'm like, I don't want to work at the fucking airport. I just want to be. But what, what she was saying <laughs> is, but this is the thing. One thing that frustrates women is if she has to tell you, she wants you to go get a job that has health insurance. What in her mind, she's like, I wish this motherfucker was motivated to go get a job. Like thinking, because if a woman actually cares about that with you, that means she thinks you have some value. She might want to stick around a bit. That was like a when women, it's not, she wants to change you, but I think that's what a lot of guys say is, Oh, these women try to control you and change you when it's something that's positive. Like you, like if you don't have health insurance and you have health problems, health insurance might be a good thing. I think she was saying you need to get, get sober 
and like go get a real go get a jobby job. Yeah, that's that sounds exactly like what she, that sounds exactly right. That's that was where her frustration with me stemmed from at certain points. Um, well, real quick, yeah. what do you find attractive in women? Like, if you were to be looking for a woman for a long term thing, now I'm not saying like a mommy or anything like that, but what what qualities do you think would fit you best? Like, what would you be most attracted to in a woman? Like, do you even know? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I just kind of play it by ear. I just kind of see what happens. Well, a lot of guys I've talked to that are actually looking for like wifey material seem to be attracted to the idea of a woman that could slow down for him. And a lot of women seem to be attracted. And this is just like, just more recently talking. I have a lot of friends that are either getting married or just got married because of the COVID thing. Everybody's like hit, getting hitched now all of a sudden. Um, but a lot of women seem to want men who are willing to like step up to the plate and like, you know, kind of like 10x their life and a lot of men are looking for women that are would be willing to shelve their career to raise a family or like slow down step you know does that make sense lp yeah. maybe you could yeah I, I get what you're saying for me though the primary thing that i was looking for was just having the same values in terms of family and commitment you know what I mean? Like I just wanted somebody who want and, and wanting children because that was what I wanted. So I just was looking for somebody who was like where I could say, look, this is what I want. I want to be on the path to get married because I want to have kids. I want to be on the path to have kids. And I like I want somebody who believes in commitment and who isn't going to like run away if we go through some hard times. Those were like my front runner questions that I was putting out being like, who can say yes to these, that these are the things you want. That's what I was looking for. If she had a career or not was less important to me. I'm actually surprised how many men I've heard just in the last few years say that they don't give a shit what a woman's career is. Like that really surprises me because it feels like when I was much younger, like teenager, early twenties, career for at least for a female career was like there was so much pressure as a woman to like oh are you going to get your masters are you going to what are you going to do like what country are you going to move to like things like that it was just it felt like there was a lot of pressure and then as i thought about it as i got older i realized that pressure wasn't put on me by men i think in my brain i was thinking men are everyone is pressuring me and then as i got older i realized it was really just women it was other female mentors that were, I mean, I had male mentors too, like professors and stuff that would ask me what I wanted to do with my life. You know, if they, if I hinted at wanting to be a certain level of success and they would yeah. ask me what it was going to do to attain that. But yeah, it seems like women are the ones who are pressuring women to get careers and men are the ones who don't care about careers. Um, I would just want to say that again, speaking of the go-go dancer that, I am no longer dating. Um, but you're still in love with because you bring her Aww. up every five minutes. No, well, that, that was kind of the, the thing because the people, the reaction to iDubs, I'm just like, well, what are these fucking anime avatars and Britney Venti's Twitter? What are they going to say about me? Are they going to insult me? I mean, nobody has, but I felt personally attacked. And all the anti-porn Britney Venti stuff, how she's kind of – a little hyper hyperbolic how she doesn't differentiate the difference between a street walking prostitute and somebody who posts cleavage on OnlyFans. I, I think like, she does. I think she understands there's nuance, but 
Twitter she's really trolled. gives you. I, 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 I wouldn't say she come. trolls. I would say that she tends to boil her arguments down. Yeah, she she, tries, so she says off. they're both prostitution, but that's not saying they're both the same thing. Exactly, yeah, I, I mean, right? I give her a little, I think she's, I give her a little more credit than what I think a lot of the guys do. Um, and I'm not dismissing you. You're sitting here, I'm teasing you a bit. But we all get shit. I mean, I hypocrite was a slut. I was a virgin loser till literally forever. I was a career woman <laughs> for like, you know. But. Um, something that Brittany Venti posted that I got offended on behalf of pimps because she um, she made a Twitter post because I think that she her her method of stopping the horrors of pornography is to harass cam girls and inst and and only fans people on twitter and she said a girl a tattoo artist or tattoo model type chick i don't know whatever about it took a picture of their boyfriend and she's like that's not your boyfriend he's your pimp and i'm like that's not what pimps do he's like you you're giving that guy way too much do you guys know how much money do you think um, a prostitute who's working with a pimp, how much money do you think they take home every night? Oh, mine um, don't get a dime. Okay. Nothing. Uh, to, to be fair, <laughs> there are a lot, there are a lot of instances where guys claim to be a manager or a boyfriend and they really are a pimp. So I will give her that. There's a lot of, there's a lot of guys who claim to be the boyfriend and they're making all the money. Like they suggested the girl do it. The, one of the founders of the Black Lives Matter Houston was found to be um, trafficking underage girls, like between the mm. ages of 14 and 17. He's in prison now. But yeah. um, the underage and Pornhub, that's something we must talk about before we end this. I know we just we have got like past an hour. <laughs> yeah, we have to wrap this up soon. So All right. Let me just you guys, we can go all night if you want. It's I cannot okay. go all night. Okay, okay. You two can. <laughs> No, I actually need to get up in the morning, but yeah. All right, so underage girls on Pornhub, go. All right, so um, Brittany Venti and that one, she's a big Twitter person who's anti-porn. That's her big whole thing. I don't know if she's, cons I think she's conservative, but um, they have this smoking gun where a uh, underage chick was verified on Pornhub and was there for days before they took it down. I've heard this about is this, a yeah. list of shit that has happened. And they, this is the Pornhub. They're profiting so much. And I'm just saying, what is the risk versus reward here? Pornhub could get completely shut down. They, they could be, they, who knows? People who work there could be, have to be registered sex offenders. It's probably the worst thing in the world. And this is the thing. All right. I, I don't think the, hey, the listen. accusation is that they knew she was under. Yeah. Age, right? And I'm it's guessing more, more just that they sh that this mistake yeah, that shouldn't happen. Right? I'm mm -hmm. sure that when you upload or you make an account as a, whatever they call it, a creator. Yeah. How did they get verified? Um, well, Social no, this is the thing. I'm guessing or? that they have you like click a button. It's like, if I want to go buy cigarettes on the internet, I don't smoke, but all I have to do is click a button and tell them when I was born. Or like, oh. I think alcohol, they might make you verify. I'm not sure. But like, there's a lot of things you can access on the internet. You, They just need to cover their bases. I guarantee you that if she was uploading on there, they just had her click a box saying she was 18. They probably didn't have to verify with identification. I, I'm I, just guessing. I, I don't know. Content creators on Pornhub, they probably have to do a thing where they have to give their, you know, because there's taxes involved at that point. Because if you're do they get paid? Money, oh, yeah. That was, oh, a, that was the thing. I they didn't know. I thought it was free. 
I'm sorry. I, I yeah, I had no idea that I, I don't know a lot about that one. I did look was, into maybe it wasn't a monetized thing, but she's her big uh talking point was they're making all this money off of this. I'm like, compared to the ninety-nine point nine 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 percent of porn, they're so worried we better keep this video up here even though people are saying the person's underage because we'll make what an insignificant amount of cash based off of all the us are making. This is the thing. I would, I would I also think, think that even if you work in porn, I mean, a lot of people that work in the sex business, I'm guessing that there's still not okay with children being, Oh, I mean, yes. there's a difference between being pro porn and being pro child porn. There's like look a big yeah. difference there. Look like, I'll the grant that. But I, again, just to like, I think to steal man, the criticism here, it's that some are going to slip through the cracks. Mm -hmm. And so if you don't have this mainstream pornography thing, the huge, like it is, then you're going to have less underage girls in porn just or, by virtue of like having less porn full stop. Right. I think that's the argument. These are, well, these are examples that I have just in passing have encountered within the past 365 days. There was this guy in Chile on YouTube and this doesn't have anything to do with porn, but he was uploading videos of himself torturing and killing cats and it stayed up on for a week. Up? No, no, this is on YouTube. Oh, was this, this years ago? No, this is within the past 365 days. Uh, the quartering was uh, making a lot of videos about it. And because he okay. was pressuring hundreds of thousands of people going to Team YouTube on Twitter, hey, this guy's fucking murdering cats. Eventually, the police got involved, but it took YouTube days and days and days to delete his channel. And then when he made a new one, days and days, days to delete the other one. Instagram, I saw somebody post up on YouTube and there's no way I'm going to this Instagram account because even just laying your eyes on that content is a fucking crime. You can get your fucking face on the, you, they'll list you on the internet for the rest of your life. Instagram people were a bunch of people who are personal friends with were claiming that they found CP on Instagram and it took them days and days, and days. And even when they report it, they got a thing back. It doesn't violate our thing because of COVID or whatever. And yeah. everyone was <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Instagram because of COVID, is child porn is legal now? No, because there's not no, enough they have less monitoring. It. To, oh, okay. Yeah. Hey, real quick. Do you know who Maldi Buddha is? If you guys yeah. in the chat don't know who Maldi Buddha is, go look him up on... Well, go look him up on BitChute. He did a uh, whole thing about... Epstein I saw he put out a video about Tom Hanks and I didn't watch it because no, I, no, I like no. Tom Hanks. No, it's like, not... No, hey, I don't it, watch it. no, no, no. LP, it, it doesn't incriminate Tom Hanks. Okay. It doesn't. It doesn't incriminate him. But... um. Uh, the Instagram account of Tom Hanks is what sent him down a rabbit hole. That doesn't mean Tom Hanks is even aware of what's going on. Okay. I um, guess he, I'll watch that. Yeah, video. no, it, I thought the same thing. Um, cause I like Tom Hanks, but <laughs> I also like to be informed. Um, but yeah, for some reason, um, and Maldi Buddha actually lives here too in Houston. Um, if you guys want to go find his bit shoot, there's, the two videos um, that he did on that. The first one again goes over like girls on Instagram getting half, you know, I don't like the term half naked because it's. I watched stupid. that one. I think uh, the yeah, one where they go to like In and Out the and they're like asking, they're like yeah, 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 yeah they're getting sexy with burgers like and they're saying you're looking for, for a sponsor. Yeah, 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 they say a sponsor and yeah, but anyway, he un yeah. uncovered a bunch of stuff. He doesn't. Sh he clear. He doesn't show anything illegal in the video, but he also tells you at the beginning it's already been reported to the FBI and all the proper authorities. And do not Google certain terms. He said, "Look, I'm gonna." 
because he needs to show you what he did to get to where he is. Those things are gone now, but he's also asked people to, um, to if they find anything, to send it to him so he can, yeah. <laughs> Last so, someone is saying it does incriminate Tom Hanks. Now I don't know who to believe. Um, no, I'll have well, to watch, really I guess, quick. No, because he didn't. In fact, no, I he don't want Tom Hanks to be okay. a kitty fucker, man. He's from what I understand. My heart can I only mean, take so much. Um. Okay. Last to, to to wrap up here, Chris. Let me ask you this: Is what is the point you're making with this list that? Bad shit happens regardless of porn. Is it's that kind of what you're trying it's to get? It's going to be at? uploaded, and I mean, look at Hollywood versus the porn industry. There's no kids on set in the uh, mainstream adult film industry sets. They keep the fuck away from children. Where the kids are actually getting fucked is in these Hollywood films. Fucking kid fuckers, man. Uh, it, the porn industry that- is probably the less, the least likely place you're going to find a ton of pedophilia. Um, it's basically my point. My last example was there was a Facebook group that everyone that my friends was talking about. I was a Pakistani run Facebook group, which is posting uh, <laughs> young boy CP and uh, yeah. they don't even know if Facebook shut them down. So I remember back on MySpace, if you guys, if you guys remember MySpace, I remember but I remember MySpace. like running across like random CP, not realizing, like, I mean, people would just post this stuff in a blog and you have no idea. You're not looking for it at all, but just I'm, randomly I'm glad a comment, you're like, where did it. that come from? You what? Yeah. I'm glad I've never come across it. I've never seen a child. Yeah, well, I mean, Ugh. some of it was, um, it was I, all I clicked like, the wrong movies. hashtag on Twitter once and saw some shit that I wish I hadn't seen. Uh, don't even, don't even admit it. Because yeah. it's the, the no, I mean, so- mine the the things that I I didn't see actual things, but it was like all middle. Mm-hmm. It was after it was during like the Afghan war, things like that. You know, Desert Storm. It was video footage from those, and they were showing the the point. They were showing that this stuff was going on during the war over in these countries. That was the point of it. It wasn't to show CP. It was to show that those people were engaging in that behavior. So those areas of the body were blurred. Does that make sense? Oh, okay. Sure. So it was, but I still saw it. It was still, you knew, you knew what was going on. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, this train did derail. It, it, was, <laughs> it, it has been a pretty random conversation, but I mean, I, this was always, uh, I knew this was going to be a kind of a low effort show where we just ramble. Yeah. I didn't even prepare any stories. I didn't see an incel blew his hands off this oh, week. Yeah. Did you see that one? Uh, he was making bombs. He's going to like blow up a, a cheerleading squad or something. And he blew off one of his hands. Uh, that was one of the stories that we wow. would have covered otherwise. But um, I we got to wrap this up. I've been I've been working like all day, and I just need to like chill for an hour before I go to sleep. So, uh, thanks guys for watching. Thanks, thanks for having drunk, me, drunken me. atheist. Yeah, thank studio. you. I put your YouTube channel. On Check out drunken atheist studio. I don't talk about serious things. It's just psychedelic degenerate silliness. <laughs> Um, also, I th- I feel like we've barely talked about your go-go dancer ex-girlfriend. <laughs> I, I, I just feel like, and this, all these subjects, we've barely even scratched the surface. I feel like I can go four more hours. So let's do this again, LP. I hope that the, the fellow, New the, Year's. the fellow patrons and, um, everyone watching right now, I hope I was a good enough guest. <laughs>
check out yeah. drug also you can't stop with. progress sunday too late too late in the evening he needs to bump it up to like six or seven <laughs> i can watch it while my dinner digests because it's I, so late i'm laying in bed I'm, watching you can't stop progress waiting for monday morning i usually get late. right home when the premiere starts so i'm able to say what's up lp and then ignore a chat the rest of the time <laughs> it's probably the best the best premiere and i'm not just saying this because because i know you probably the best premiere though this last week was pretty good but we have, we have I, a lot i barely got it on time last week that's the thing like for me to go earlier is hard because uh, i had my my daughter was here this past weekend which was awesome this is the first first time i saw her in like three months basically since the covid shit um but when she's here and then i have to take her back to the ferry on sunday afternoon and then come back, like I drive to Nanaimo, come back, and then it's like I only have so much time. So to get it up earlier is kind of hard. So don't uh, don't hold your breath waiting for that one. This All new, right, guys. The new episode made me want to put a gun in my mouth in a good way. <laughs> it was Thanks, very that, that means a lot to I me. I was so upset. I was so upset after watching it. Like I'm just like, I need to take a fucking shower or something. The world is crumbling before us. But this is fun, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it was fun. All right. Thanks for watching, everybody. And we'll catch you all later. Peace out.